0: Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, And I'm delighted to be your host for this podcast again this time around. We are going to talk about a super fun one today. We are going to tackle what is known as the Mandela Effect. First of all, we're going to figure out what that is. And then lots and lots of examples. And I think that you'll find this to be a pretty fun ride. The website Very Well Mind will get us started by explaining what it is. It reports there that this term, Mandela Effect, was first coined in 2009 by Fiona Broom. Now, here's what happened. According to this report, she was at a conference talking with other people about how she remembered the tragedy of former South African President Nelson Mandela's death in a South African prison in the 1980s. The thing is, though, that Nelson Mandela did not die in 1980s in a prison. He passed away in 2013. She soon learned that she was not alone. Others went so far as to say that they remembered seeing the news coverage of his death in the 1980s, as well as hearing a speech again in the 1980s by his widow. Eventually, it all got set straight that at that time, he was still alive. Now, she was shocked not at being wrong, but that she wasn't the only one wrong. Such a large mass of people remembered the same identical wrong event in detail when it never actually happened. It's like, okay, I got it wrong, but how did the entire room also get it wrong? As a result, she began a website to discuss what she called the Mandela Effect which is what we're going to talk about today. Other incidents that are just like it, this collective memory that's wrong. There are tons of things that we all think we saw the same. Things we mostly collectively all think we heard the same. So for the fun of it, we're going to go down a list. We're going to mention some now and you see if you saw or heard any of these things mistakenly too. Let's go pop culture. Think Star Wars movies. You remember when Darth Vader identifies his relationship to Luke Skywalker? What do you remember him saying? It's very popular. Everybody and their brother, whether they know Star Wars or don't, seem to know this. Do you remember, Luke, I am your father? Most people do. But do you realize that the character didn't say that? The Darth Vader character actually said, no, I am your father. Now per surveys on the internet, people almost always get this wrong. They all swear they heard and remember the Luke in that sentence. This is the Mandela effect. Or what about this one? You remember the Monopoly guy? He had the top hat pictured on the board game. Let me ask you this, did he have a monocle? You know, that one glass lens on one eye? He had one of those, right? Nope, he never wore one. But I bet you can still see it, can't you? Let's keep going, this is kind of fun. You remember I Love Lucy, the TV show? Now, if you had to pick a phrase that might be what I guess you would call a catchphrase for Ricky Ricardo, what would it be? There's a couple of them, but one might be this, Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. You know what's amazing? Desi Arnaz as Ricky Ricardo never actually uttered that phrase like that one time ever on that show. He did do the comically pronounced splain, but again, he never mentioned that phrase. But that is the catchphrase that many immediately come up with when they think of his character. How about this one? Remember Mr. Rogers used to sing, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood? That's not what he's saying but you remember it that way. I remember it that way. He's saying it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Now, if you got that one wrong, don't feel bad. You want to know why? (laughs) Because they also got that wrong in the biopic they made about his life. That is a collectively accepted mistake. Let's keep going. The Queen in Snow White, remember she said, mirror, mirror on the wall. Well, she never said that. She actually says magic mirror on the wall. You don't remember it that way, do you? I don't remember it that way. That's the Mandela effect. How about the lovable forest animal who in the late 70s tells kids that they too can prevent forest fires? Do you know his name is Smoky Bear? It's not Smokey the Bear, which I'm sure you remember, and I definitely remember, it was Smokey Bear. That's just what we all collectively say for some reason, though, as we refer to him as Smokey the Bear. Here's a great one. You remember that iconic scene in the movie Jaws? The first time that we see the shark and and that, that, that main Roy Scheider character stands at attention, he sees the shark. You remember what he says? One of the biggest movie catchphrases of all time. I bet you remember, we're going to need a bigger boat, right? Actually, he says, you're going to need a bigger boat. It doesn't end. Let's go rapid fire here. There is no record of Captain Kirk ever actually saying, beam me up, Scotty, on Star Trek but even people who've never watched an episode of that show know this phrase and associate it with that show. Another funny one, the actor Gene Wilder, three different times before he died, according to polls, people thought he had died, but he was alive the whole time. Another one, the Bible. The Bible does not say that money is the root of all evil, it says the love of money is the problem. You know the brand of cola called Coke Zero? There never was a brand of cola called Coke Zero. You remember the Fonz in Happy Days, his black leather jacket? It was brown. So how does this happen? (laughs) Well, let's go back to that very well-mined site article. Here's a few possibilities to consider. The first one is what's called confabulation. Now, confabulation involves your brain filling in gaps that are missing in your memories to try to make sense out of them. Now, this isn't lying, but it's just remembering details that you kind of made up in your head, things that never really happened. Confabulation tends to increase as we get older. So it's not like we're doing it on purpose. It's just our brain is filling in those missing links with whatever, and that becomes our reality. Another thing is what's called post-event information. What this is, is information that you learn after an event and how that can change your memory of the actual event. This includes uh, subtle information, and it helps to explain why eyewitness testimony can a lot of the times be unreliable because they get more influenced by thinking back on the event than actually what they witnessed when they were there. And then finally, there's something called priming. Priming is interesting. Priming describes the factors leading up to an event that affects our perception of it. Sometimes it's called suggestibility or presupposition. Priming is the difference between asking how short a person is versus how tall a person is. And this can be relative to who's speaking the height of the person who's speaking is going to have something to do with how that question gets answered in our minds. Now, we can add to all this craziness slash world that we know online, the internet. In fact, in a large study of over 100,000 news studies discussed across Twitter, conducted over a period of 10 years, it showed that hoaxes and rumors one out over the truth every time. Check this out. By about 70%. And it's interesting. It says this wasn't the result of manipulation or bots. Real verified accounts of real people were responsible for spreading false information. So, you know, there's that too. But this was all going on before there was an internet. So the internet may have helped push it over the edge, but this concept of the Mandela effect was already there, even if it didn't have a name yet. Anyway, enough of this. You want to hear more examples, right? All right. What's the most famous line from Three Little Pigs, the children's book? I bet you'll you'll remember it this way. I'll huff and I'll puff. What comes next? And blow your house down, right? Nope. It's actually, I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in. I don't remember it that way, do you? But that's the way it was written. Hey, what color is chartreuse? Is it a shade of pink? It's a shade of blue, isn't it? Or is it a green? There's a divide about whether or not chartreuse is in the green family or in the pink family. It's actually a yellow-green color and reportedly gets its name from liqueur called chartreuse, which, different subject, by the way, is really good as a base for a mojito. Just add sugarcane syrup, lime juice, mint, sparkling water, and crushed ice. Back to the Mandela effect. How about this one? What's that, Lassie? Timmy fell down the well? There was never an episode where this happened. You know that awesome character actor, Abe Vigoda? Abe Vigoda rocks. He played Fish on Barney Miller, and he was in the Godfather movies. Uh, He sadly died in 2016, but he was repeatedly reported as being deceased for 30 years, over and over and over, before he actually died. People swore they saw the news stories, how about this one? Ed McMahon. Remember him? Remember he gave out the big check for the publisher's Clearing House, Or wait a minute, was it for American Family Publishers? Did he ever actually hand someone the big check? Nope. Here's a fun one, going back to Star Wars. Was C-3PO a golden robot? Not totally. He actually had one silver leg but do you picture him as all one color? Here's a fun one too. You know how Judge Judy gets mad and she just slams that gavel onto her desk and yells at people? Well, you probably shouldn't remember that because she doesn't use a gavel. (laughs) The point of all this, selective memory can happen. Outside influences can happen. Comedic takes on existing pop culture can reframe the parameters that we originally remember. But in any case, it's super interesting how this happens to most of us at the same time, isn't it? Tell you what, let's wrap this one up with a quote from the British poet, Elizabeth Bibesco. She wrote this, and we'll close here. Blessed are those who give without remembering and take without forgetting. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher, when we present you with a Spotify playlist that you might swear you've heard before, but nope, it's a new one. We have for you this time around a Refresher Podcast Mandela Effect playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. You just type in Refresher Podcast dash Mandela Effect. So let's get started. Track one is a little bit of an off the wall pick. It seems like real information gets hidden away collectively in today's topic. Almost almost like it's just gone into space, right? So we're starting off with a bit of imagery. Song number one is Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. I picked it for that reason, plus I really like the song too, so there's that. Number two, The Forgotten People by Thievery Corporation. Number three, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood by the Animals. Number four is the Isley Brothers with the song tell me it's just a rumor baby. Number five, I Remember You by Coleman Hawkins. Number six is Idlewild with the track I Almost Didn't Notice. Number seven, Ball of Confusion by Love and Rockets, which of course is their version of the 1970 hit single for The Temptations. Number eight, B.B. King with We Can't Agree off of his In London record. Number nine, Cool, cool, classic. Really good classic rock, deep track. Really cool ballad. It never gets played on the radio. I don't know why. The name of the band is Rare Bird, and the song is What You Want to Know. Very good one. And finally, number 10 is a Verve recording by Janice Ian. The song is called Mistaken Identity. Well, that is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast-Mandela Effect. Hey, guess what? We can add some new listeners to our Refresher family. Our report shows that we now, in addition to all the other places that we've mentioned in the different countries, we also have new listeners this time around in Washington, Illinois. We want to say welcome to you guys. Listen You all rock and this show would not exist without you. If you could continue to do me a favor and pass this podcast along to your friends, that would be awesome. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. It could be as little as 99 cents a month. But listen, whether you do or whether you don't, don't worry about it just please feel free to listen to the show and enjoy the show anytime that you want to as always the music that begins and ends this podcast is the band dive and the song is called a day late it was written by mr john viafuerte until next time this is chris levine for refresher the pop culture therapy podcast everyone please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern we'll see you next time